0: as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat! Hey everyone, welcome
1: to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's show the boys finally finish up the boss fight from hell. That's right. After four episodes, someone's gonna win and someone's gonna lose. Last week, the boys thought they killed the big bad boss, but he is still stirring, and he's not quite dead yet. So this is it. This is finally the last episode. That's right, we had a month-long fight Hopefully you guys didn't find it too boring. It was quite a long battle for us as well, as it went on something like four or five hours. It was epic, but it did have a lot of ebb and flow. And at least when I listened to it, I thought it was interesting, at least for me, and what I try to do is if I don't think it's interesting, then I cut it, and I'm pretty harsh on this stuff, and I kind of liked hearing, you know, even I forgot because it's been a while, like how the battle went from like they were doing really poorly to really well to they just couldn't hit the broadside of a barn and they're all about to die, and then they finally knock him down, and now he's not quite dead yet. That's right, he has resolve points, which means he's going to keep healing up, and then he's going to pop back up and just start killing again. And he definitely has the skills to pay the bills, I'm telling you right now. By the way, I keep saying he, it's actually a she, if you want to be correct, but I'm going to keep calling him he, because that's what I do in the show, and I don't want to get confused, so he, she the boss is the boss how about that I'll just call him her the boss and we'll leave it at that so anyhow this is it this is the final episode in the big bad battle and it's also going to be hopefully the wrap-up of book four it's either this week or next week I kind of forgot because I gotta still edit the episodes but you will find out what happens to the guys and let's get to it You hear off in the distance from him. You hear him moan and say, Demons.
2: He's not dead yet. Rusty, you're up. That's all we heard was demons. Okay. Well.
0: Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. Is he still glowing with this thing? Chris Beamer is playing the Tiefling Technomancer, Akiro the Just. No. No? No. He's not glowing
2: anymore. Nope. Rusty, you're up. But now I'm scared. (sighs) Okay.
3: I think we need to just go get in his face and just shoot him.
2: I think somebody needs to do that. Somebody with the highest defenses and most hit points right now needs to run over there and get in his face and shoot him. And the highest speed. That's true. I agree with all that. So, not me. All right. I'm going to hang out back here. I am going to get a line of sight on him, and I'll yell improved get him just for the hell of it.
3: Yeah, yeah, I need that improved Get 'Em, I'm big Plus time.
2: two. That's great. But, you know, you need to run over there and get in his face and coup de grom. Go for it there. Are you're you right. done?
3: Are you done? Whoops. Done. John, Joe, Mo, whoever you are, name it. is. it, is it, is it, um oh. It's Moe the Is coup, coup de grom such though. a thing? Is that even a thing? I no, don't think so. it doesn't
1: exist anymore now, no. no. You just attack a helpless creature. You get a plus nine to hit him, though.
4: I'll
3: kill him. He's not glowing anymore. I yell on the comms.
4: I don't have any uh, spider on me, so uh, Moe's going to... uh, That's
2: minutes. That's not...
4: Yeah, I know. He's going to find a nice chair to sit on, and he's done.
0: John Stats is playing the Vesk Soldier, Moe Dupinski.
4: All right. I
3: guess I got to be the hero. Ah, you only live once. You can't get there in time. I fly at 60 maybe get there in time i can get there okay 55 i think that's a good spot <laughs> why won't
2: you die <laughs> all right that's good you're in there that's great
3: you are in and there plus 2 from you yes and a plus 5 for helpless uh yeah
2: that's right because my 2 Seven. actually does count this time because it's a morale excitement thing
3: plus i'm in this plus 18 to hit. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> yes. He, uh, you shoot him and he drops dead.
5: Maybe.
2: Maybe. You need to you're, inspect you're that body. I mean, sorry, Tuttle, Wait, you're up. I,
0: I did a move action
5: You did, you're done. I was prepared to drop a grenade on him,
0: just in case. But Jason McDonald is playing the Ahsoki mechanic, Tuttle Blacktail, and his drone, Cheddar. Still your turn.
5: Alright, I'm going to stand up. He's dead. I got him. I'm going to Pull out a grenade. No more grenades I think for the done. love of oh, no, God! you have hip hop. You have a uh, whatever that thing is. You can get
1: up with the swift action. So
5: yeah, the racial ability. Well, I guess that's pretty cool. I guess if he says he's dead, I mean, I guess I'll hold off on throwing the grenade.
1: He stirs again. <laughs> really? Says, no bullets can kill me. <laughs>
4: He's still alive.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. He's not dead. I was, I'm wrong. He's I
4: was, I was still the target. <laughs>
2: cannot be killed by a bullet.
3: Mo, Stabby stab.
5: Or at a metagaming thing, is this a thing of he's using his resolve points to keep stabilizing? Maybe. I don't think enemy,
3: the enemies get they, they do. Yep. yep they they do. do. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Rusty's up. Rusty, by the way, has one hit point, and he's still, yes, he's still you know, running I, I'm, around.
2: I'm hanging back for a very good reason. It's not a mistake at this point. Uh, I will, however, shoot at him and attack him and all that crap just for the hell of it, but it's only plus two is going to actually bell, uh, matter.
1: Yeah, you're sixing.
3: Yep,
2: that's it. But you all have plus two to hit.
1: Mo
3: is relaxing. Smoking
1: Wait, Mo, cigar. get
3: in here. We need you. Nope. <laughs> really? He's just ignoring us? Yes is
5: on, on his, uh, his union-mandated smoke break. Wow. Kiro, it's up to you.
3: Hero time. Am I still getting a plus two?
1: Yeah. Still have the plus seven to
3: attack. All right, let's try it again. I only have three shots left, though. You are demon spawn. You must die. 24, 24 damage. points of acid.
1: And he drops again. <laughs>
3: He's still staring. I'm just like, pew! <laughs> I'm going to. And this delay is a disintegrator my... rifle. It's like a not. It's not a cheapo gun. It's a nice gun that does a lot of damage. Aeon Tuttle is up. Tuttle, went... get closer. He's still stirring, and I'm almost out
5: of ammo. I'm going to. I'm going to delay my action and see if he gets up again. And if he does, I'm going to throw a grenade at him. <laughs> he goes,
1: and you hear once again i will defeat you from the <laughs> jaws of death itself he's grenade. talking he's talking like, so
3: I, 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 I need help here like someone could come in actually and take his weapon or oh actually
4: that's the plan that's what that's what i'm gonna do next
3: someone shoot him uh is tuttle gonna go
1: bomb him okay you can do your grenade
4: now yeah, he readied to action Oh,
5: sorry, sorry, talking. Akira. You might get you might get a point or two. Today. No, no, no. So no you're you, getting
4: hit. He's
1: getting. You can't hit. hit.
3: You, can't, you, can't, you got. You guys got to be real careful with those grenades. Seriously, like, uh, there's no reason. There's no reason to hit me. Like, you can't throw it past so it won't hit me. Like, there's plenty it of squares you. that won't hit me. Reflex save. Everybody gets a reflex save. No, but are, there are plenty of squares that would not hit me. Right. I mean, if you threw it one more to the right. Yeah, did
1: yeah he didn't reflex save it's reflex an easy reflex save, Bob. But,
3: but, but why would Bob oh, you not do that time. i mean you think it's funny but like i don't think it's funny at all roll a 1d6 for damage oh. it's just it makes us yeah. look like bad yeah, no, players just,
4: no no chris it makes no you deal look like you like no, you don't get to say anything you don't get health, say anything you, you have you, mirror you, images, have, you run have run away every defense
2: in the world and you're standing there complaining no 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 you're a novice Chris, Biggest baby. I threw a grenade at you, and I was willing to hit you for a reason because I wanted right. to wound the enemy, and you had at that point many more hit points than the enemy. It was an entirely strategic. Yeah, and decision I understand you didn't have an you didn't have them. any
3: other spot to aim it. Oh,
2: actually, I made a right. mistake. It uh, doesn't hit you, Chris, because
1: <laughs> <laughs> I put. Yeah, it wrong shouldn't.
3: Templates. I mean, you see, Steve <laughs> no, is it pushing good. it because yeah. he wants it to hit me. So no, like, we no, got to no, fight against wrong,
1: that. Wrong, wrong. It's not that I'm pushing it against you. His template is 20. Your template is 15. I put down the, the 20 template by accident in the spot that Jason told me to put it in. It was an honest mistake.
3: I am not doing this. No, back, no, but, but, but he would never, he knows how everything no, right. works. He would never throw You're it in a right. space that would hit me. Like, why would he ever do that? Because I thought it was a 20, and I just put it, I don't care. I put
1: it where he threw it. I don't know. Maybe he made a mm-hmm. mistake. He one point of damage. Anyhow, he actually
4: has a reason to hit you, Chris.
3: It's one point
4: of damage. It's
3: not just the point, though.
4: Alright,
2: moving on.
3: <laughs>
1: the one point of damage squarely hits him. Actually, that's not true. He gets a reflex hit. Oh, he still gets hit, because he has a million minuses. Actually, what is... Oh, it's a minus, it's a one, no matter what. Yeah, he still gets hit. For one point of damage, and he
3: goes back down. That's probably enough, though, to mess with up. one hit point. All right.
2: uh, I'm still hanging back here. I'll do the same thing.
3: Oh, you're still up.
2: I wish I
4: had a level one grenade. I Sorry, would
2: no, I'm still zero right now.
3: But
4: then <laughs> yeah, I would attack shoot.
3: you. Then I would actually kill you. Like I would. Like I, we would. <laughs>
2: right. And like these guys. guys these guys. Are, these guys attack.
3: who I don't really know that well are turning against me. Like what's going on? Like they're throwing grenades. <laughs> no, they're not. Akira's up. I have a looks, clean shot. at Mo right dead. now. No, you do not. He is very dead. I could move and get a clean shot. <sighs> you're not doing that. <laughs> I could do that. That was all OCC. <laughs> all right, I'm going to have my Unseen Servant take, take his weapon and move it away.
4: Oh, that's a good idea. That's actually Which a really weapon? good idea.
3: How far does it move? Which weapon? He has multiple his weapons. His melee. Okay, you take his melee weapon. Okay, you move it away. I think it can move. Let me see how far.
4: Akira, you should uh, direct your Unseen Servant to bring that melee weapon to Mo, who's, who's lounging in the library.
3: I'm going to bring it to like, a place where a grenade's going to hit and have it blow up.
4: <laughs> it's is basically
3: right on top of me. So. Yeah. Yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't seem to be doing anything. Uh, Aeon Tuttle's up. Oh, it only has a land speed of 15, so it, moves, uh, it can move the weapon 15 feet away. So That's fine. 15 feet towards uh, Tuttle, actually. Yeah. Okay. So behind me, one square. You can't actually cut that corner if you're trying to do a, a guarded step. But
5: Tuttle's actually going to advance and check and see if he's finally dead dead. Got it. Do a medicine. Yeah, I'm going to move to there, and I'm going to kind of do a medicine check to see if he's actually dead
1: dead. Got it. Do your medicine figure
5: check. I figure I got enough points. If he actually does stir, I can still possibly do I through. still
3: have a couple shots left. If we need to shoot him some more. I
5: mean... 30.
1: Tuttle carefully walks wow. up to the maybe dead male Kish Salarian. Puts his furry Pokes little with paws stick. On, his, uh, on his temple. And feels a faint pulse <laughs>
3: really Still he's not alive, guys.
0: dead yet <laughs> oh my god
3: does he have some kind of fast healing or something
0: he's not dead
3: yet because because my attacks are my gun attacks are acids. so i don't know he's if that just would...
4: going through resolve points that's basically oh it. that that would make sense sure
1: rusty carter Grenade Aka diamond. undead abomination. You're of course, a, I didn't
5: think about it. It could did kind of block your shot a little bit, Akira. No, all right, that's all right.
3: I I can move. He's got um, he has another weapon now, right? Yes, and your unseen servant's fifteen away.
2: Plus two for everyone to attack, and there's my distant attack.
3: What's his weapon? It's a gun of some kind. It's a
5: gun of some kind. It th- I think it does cold damage. I think we start. All have right, that. right. He actually just missed.
2: Rusty,
5: really? Oh, yeah, bummer. That's
3: probably like still he needs a, <laughs> helpless creature. Still needs a natural seventeen. Wow! <laughs> no, that's the thing. you rolled a
1: sixteen. And you still missed because he only hit, you know because he's got a lot of armor. Basically, you maybe you hit him, but you're hitting his armor. You're not hitting him, so you're just not doing damage. If you want to think of it that way.
4: Yeah, Mo, are you doing anything? Are you just like you know what we are? We're we're little kids with a gardener snake. The, we're, we're poking at a garter. With a
2: garter stack, stack we're just poking
4: at it. Guys. Yeah, we're just afraid oh. of
3: it. Afraid that he's got some kind of fast healing or something. Kira's up. All right. Um, as a move action, I will have my um, unseen servant uh, go and gra- it can move 15 feet and grab the gun. That's all he, That's all that can do. And then I fire.
1: Uh, he tries to grab the gun, but it is under him, and he doesn't have enough strength to pull it out from
3: under him. Really? sure remember positive. Yep. Yep. He's, he's able really to drag a hundred,
5: he's able to drag ten bulk, you know. You know, he's, he's seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah, it's bigger than ten bulk. Alright, well I'm shooting. I think we established a person is something like 20 or he's 20. He's over 200 long. pounds. Yeah, he's, he's I think a bulk is ten pounds, so yep, he, he could very well be thirty pounds.
4: Yeah, he's a football player. We're we're looking at yeah. two and a half. He's three a football bills. player,
1: and he's sitting on top of his gun. Like you, he, the, the unseen. <laughs> I a very a football
4: player. If he's seven foot tall. That's po- very big. oh,
3: that ain't good. Missed by one. I'm almost out of ammo. We need help to make sure this guy doesn't get up.
4: Mm-hmm. He rises from the depths of hell. Get him, you guys.
1: <laughs> he pulls up his we, gun. We actually
2: are trying.
1: Stands up, looks at you all, and says, <laughs> takes more than that to kill me. He shoots his gun right. Wait,
2: he rose and he had to pick up his weapon. That's two actions. One,
1: No, that's oh, the same one action that you yeah, okay. did. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's using the same exact thing you did. Yes. Now I've just worked that out. Tuttle right in the face, point blank. That
3: provoke?s The Tuttle probably has no melee. Mm, no, that's that's right.
1: right. Zero class pistol, point blank. Except for one small problem. Aeon <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh! Tuttle oh, is, Aon immune Aon is immune to cold. <laughs> Where's your god now? <laughs> Zero <laughs> points of damage as he shoots right in Tuttle's face. And Tuttle takes the full blast of the cold weapon. It just evaporates over him, doing nothing. And his eyes go from pure indignation to pure horror. He says, what demon beasts are you? He's standing, by the way. And Tuttle, you're up.
5: How much bonus do I get from Bob?
1: Plus no. two. Oh, plus two, right. Plus two.
5: Yeah, yeah. But we miss we don't get the plus five anymore. And Tuttle says... One who's tired of your shit and shoots him. Haha, <laughs> nice. Ooh.
2: Well, now that he's standing, I can try for the plus five again. That's fine. Five misses. Did you do anything yes. oh, else? Well, he's th- back my theatrical, yep.
5: My theatrical diehard finish did not work. No, it did not. <laughs>
3: yell over the comms that he's back up, so everyone knows. Rusty is
5: up.
2: Well, now that he's standing, I can try and do both of my things. So uh, move action, get him, and standard action, I'm going to try and make him flat-footed again.
3: I'm still
1: standing.
2: That Elton John movie looks so stupid.
4: And I like Elton John. Yeah, bad timing for Elton John coming right out after the Queen
2: movie.
1: Ooh, 37. That will make him flat footed.
2: No, no, 39.
1: 39 (laughs) will not make him flat
2: footed. Really? Yes, it will. It will. He's joking. Uh, He knows I was adding (laughs) extra points just to be a dick. Uh, Plus four for all of your attacks.
3: You must be running out of ammo too, huh?
4: Yeah. Well, now that uh, he's up, Mo's gonna lean back in his chair.
0: Wow.
1: Mo isn't so even bad. part of the fight.
4: Kiro, you're up. Akira, you got to here. I just the don't understand it.
3: I don't understand it. I only have one shot left, and then I'm out of. Then I have no attacks anymore, and I will fly away and leave you
4: all here. Like that's, that's my plan. I will. Okay. I mean,
3: I, what else am I gonna do? Unless someone can throw me a high-capacity battery.
4: Yeah, sure. I'm sure we have some. Mo oh. has one. Yeah,
3: go get it. You can fly over there no nah, time. Man. You got you to gotta fly 60. Akira, you're up. I'll try and attack. Only getting plus two, right? Yeah. You actually missed by one that last I mean, One. It was so close. So close. Womp, womp.
4: Rolls of three.
3: All right. So how do we get in here again? <laughs> <laughs> to the east. <laughs> like to the east and that door? Oh, no, the stairs, the stairs, right. Oh, um, I think we're done. I don't know. Mom must have fallen unconscious in there. He's not responding to comms. Uh, I'm out of ammo, and I cannot attack anymore. I am leaving. How high is the ceiling? Can I fly over him without provoking? Yeah, yeah, it's
4: 15 feet. You All right, so I, I'm going to... All
2: right, you have amages still, right?
4: Yeah. You have a melee weapon on you. Okay. No.
5: You have the sword that you took from him. Well, John, you have reach. I'm willing to take a hit for you. You're the person who can it's reliably Akira's hit turn. him. 10. okay but i'm just saying i'm just saying you're the person that can reliably hit him and kill him and i am willing to be a meat shield
2: yeah that's we, we've I will all i gonna it, i'm gonna I I will say the weapon is we've all been bravely taking damage it's 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 a grip effort
5: yeah the weapon
3: is 15 feet below you and boy is that a nice weapon it's actually five feet behind my space that i'm leaving even better it's a super nice weapon ultra thin long sword 48 damage uh, maybe Rusty has
4: some batteries.
2: I'm sure I have. I don't know how many.
4: I have some high capacity batteries. I have batteries,
2: yes. I, I actually, I know for a fact I have batteries. In fact, I have two
4: of them.
3: That's 60 feet. Um, let me just see something about my weapon. I'm not sure what Rusty it. still has grenades, too.
2: Just by right. the way. he have other grenades. I grenade can
3: Grenade would do it, actually, because he only has two hit points.
2: Oh, really? Uh, well, that might work. Hold on.
3: Yeah, I'm done. My turn's over. <laughs> Okay. Actually I actually have his, my other weapon. I could do that. I do have another He,
1: weapon. uh, seeing his, um, his, uh, coal does nothing to, to the rat. He's, uh, he's like, huh. He, he's, 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 he's like, Demon Horde! I will destroy you all. He starts glowing.
2: Starts glowing. Great. Um, okay, I have a Mark two frag grenade, and I should be able to do the two hit points of damage to
1: him. He runs over to the door, gets a clean shot of Akira. Good. Oh wait, maybe not. One D, one D three. Might not crit. Might not crit. Might not crit. One D three. You do have the mirror, in. So, so a one is a,
3: a one is a hit on me. Yes. And a two or three will be nice. Oh, yep, there we go. Twenty-four
5: points of
2: damage. You're still, you're still up. Yeah, you're fine.
5: Tuttle pulls out another frag grenade and throws it at him. Oh, there we go. Throw the
1: frag grenade. I presume that's where you're trying to hit. Right next to him. Anywhere in. that doesn't hit Akira. Easily hits that with the twenty-six and roll damage. Well, there's a damage figure there. Unless that's oh, it's wrong. Wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. Oh, it's wrong. Okay, ah. yeah, I gotta fix that. I actually never used it because you guys never use it, so I
3: never fixed it. Oh, you know, I have I have dr five cold. You know,
2: Woo. nice.
3: I know. Would put it in.
2: Okay.
3: It uh, it actually more did, damage. It actually did
1: um, twenty nine points of damage to you, but you only got twenty four. Does four points of damage. He makes a save, so it only does. Just... He dies, and this time when he dies, he lets out a soul curling scream. Of
0: damn you demons to
2: hell. All right.
3: I'm not convinced. (laughs) (laughs) And he dies for real.
2: (laughs) Excellent. I I took a I took a tough foot rest. We've never seen
3: rest. that before, though. That's how that works, where he can just keep getting stamina. I mean, uh, a... the
2: same way we could have. That's actually why I decided to stay near him, is that I knew I We've
3: never seen that before, before though.
2: Like no, I don't, Steve.
1: Think, he had, he had I don't five, think Steve does it for critters. He has five resolve points. He would do one point to stabilize. Yep. Chris would then do damage. So he would stabilize, and I was saying, normally he wouldn't say anything, but I just said that to give you a visual indication that he was stabilizing. He, then Chris would do damage, and then he went back to negative. So he kept stabilizing, and he used up four of his resolve points to stabilize. Chris, if you hit that the last one, that would have been that he would have died. For yeah, more. You missed I, I by missed it. I ran out of and then Right, and then he healed one, and he raised. Now he had no resolve points left,
3: um, and But is this died. the first enemy that we faced that had resolve points
5: i recall no. one other time to- at least one other time where somebody I'm gonna had give- some resolve points yeah i'm gonna give
1: you a little hint uh salarians usually have resolve points as enemies because they use them in their attacks interesting yeah that's actually not just him like it, it, as a as a as a general knowledge of the game If you ever see a Solarian, be wary, because they probably have resolve points, uh, no matter what level they are, because you need them. Or any high-level monster using true abilities, especially anything above, say, level 6, those start using resolve points, and that's built into the character. Otherwise, they can't use the full abilities. And like a PC, he only had 5, so only took 1 resolve point for him to to, uh, stabilize. If he had 8 or 9, he could have it Would have taken him too. So, and he didn't use any of the abilities that were required to resolve points. So, yeah, that was a
4: very hard encounter. But
2: wow, it was re- that was insanely hard. Yeah. Well, but
4: you did it. But the good news is, is he has light armor. So that oh, was you're already
2: thinking looting. 30 oh yeah. yeah, I wasn't I was there. Was yet. Already looting. Okay. Right.
4: Thirty-three
1: rounds of combat. By the way,
4: that is wow. a new record. So, uh, can we loot the body? Sure light armor for someone not for you me. go
5: through the not armor and the equipment uh. you loot him because he's dead
2: dead dead i could use it
5: oh yeah well, i was gonna say i just got the ability crystal so if you want the light armor rusty that's, that's
2: uh, let's see what it is i mean I'm, I'm sure it will be an upgrade so great but
1: let's go over a few things first of all freebooter armor three is what that is freebooter armor three is a light armor Plus twelve plus thirteen. It's holy crap. Sixteen thousand nine hundred credits.
2: It's quite good. I'm pulling it up. Hold on.
4: Level three.
2: Yeah, I got it here. Well, wow. that does look awfully nice. That's level
4: ten armor. And by the three way, he was,
2: spots, he was a level ten monster. Alright.
1: That is why he was so hard. Hundred and seventy hit points.
2: Well, I can use it, which basically means I've gotten the big loot for this entire chapter.
1: Why don't we keep, going, yeah, and then keep you, going, so you guys can fully understand yeah, what
4: you keep have going.
1: He also has a Foundry Rhine Class Zero Pistol, which functions as a Hailstorm Class Zero Pistol. That is what he was hitting you with. It is a small arm that does 2d6 cold
4: damage. He had plus 10 on that, too. Is there any pluses?
1: No. That was that's all. comes the, from that's his abilities. That comes time. from his abilities. It was two d six plus ten because of his abilities. Same way that you get like a plus fifteen to your attacks, Mo. So,
4: I kind of like Cheddar or uh, Tuttle being immune to cold and attacking with cold, like Doctor uh, Freeze or something. Well, I also did just get a gun, so I don't want to get too greedy. That was pretty funny because
1: I totally forgot. Chill like out. he's like he's like shoots you right in the face, and then big old zero comes up. I'm like, damn. That's crazy. He has a ultra thin long sword, which is a melee advanced melee weapon, four d eight slashing damage, twenty-six thousand three hundred credits.
4: Holy crap. Yeah, I think that's what level is that? that. Are there any slots in that? A lot. I don't know. You'd have to
1: look. It's a high level. No, there's nothing in it. It's just a weapon. He has two batteries and two magic items.
4: Oh, uh, Chris! You can have the batteries. Great! <laughs> wow. There you go. They're actually,
1: they're actually just a low level battery. So after all that, they don't even fit in your gun. You're like, dude, I need a D battery. These are C's.
3: <laughs> I have a cantrip though that I can take the charge from it and put it into an into my empty battery. Wow,
4: that sword is level eleven weapon you could also just recharge your your
3: your, your gun that right ones. but i can't do that right this second though true like how many charges are in those batteries 20 20 each
5: there's two magic items to mis- should we try to mysticize those magic items yeah go ahead does anybody need
2: uh, a i assist that's mysticism great mysticism assist i assist
3: i'm gonna use my one time a day ability where i get a plus two to a skill coolio should
4: Here's
3: i
5: assist, assist, assist as well should i assist as I well i failed to should... assist
4: mo assists All right so
5: I'm going to save mine for a separate roll in case you miss All, right. All
3: right so I got a plus 4 to this one. Yep
4: Nice! There we go 36. Now you get
5: Now you get the
1: now I got a fucking
4: 20 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah on the skill checks 20 20 20 <laughs> Your attacks. 3 4 3
3: 2 3
4: yeah. 8 oh my three. God our character I mean I I
3: I probably did Personally, 150 points of damage to 200
2: on him, personally. A uh, hundred you did in that first uh, uh, session. At least 98 is what I counted. So yeah. anything that's did hit him like that three. would have added. Yeah, I hit him a lot. This, him a-
1: this long, thin scarf is usually marked with an alternating pattern of light and dark shapes. While wearing a celestial stole, you gain cold resistance 5 or fire resistance 5. Your choice when you first don the stole. You can alter a type of energy resistance, choosing between cold and fire, once per day after eight hours of oh, rest. wow. If you have cold or fire resistance from the Solarian Solar Armor manifestation, increase that resistance by five. You don't have that, so you don't have to worry about that. That is how he was ab- able to have such amazing resistances. Because he first he had them for being a Solarian, and then he was wearing this Celestial stole. Yeah, so he got to double up on his fire resistance. That's correct. Wow. There's one more magic item that is a serum of some sort. I will assist to
4: um, to uh, identify. All right. Uh, I barely assist. Actually, assist does a ten
3: fail? Ten succeeds. No, no succeeds. Okay. Anyone else assisting?
2: Oh, sorry. One moment.
5: Again, I'll save my roll just in case you guys. I assist. That's yeah, this is plus four.
4: Easily makes it
1: twenty nine. Twenty nine. Serum of Enhancement, Commando. If you drink it, it lasts an hour. Creature gains a plus two insight bonus to acrobatics and athletic checks. Gains temporary hit points equal to half its level. And if lost, these temporary hit points cannot be restored. Blah, blah, blah. You, He actually had one of these on him as well, which gave him even more hit points. So, oh.
3: Huh. <laughs> serum of
4: Enhancement, level what? Uh, it's a Serum of Enhancement in Commando. Enhancement in Commando. All right. Uh, I, Tuttle, I think you should have that in case you ever have to do anything physical. Is that a separate (laughs) little little bit of help.
1: And Commando, or? Oh my god, I'm looking at the funniest thing. I'm looking at Magic Items, the online SDRC, and then I just rolled past below Commando. Sorry, above Commando was, I'm like, wait a second, that looks like my thing. The lesser box of loot of wonder by Roll for Combat. I'm like, oh, we're uh-huh. in the goddamn website.
4: Nice. What yeah,
1: us in. I'm <laughs> like, cool. Yay! Hooray. And the greater loot box of wonder. Yay! That's <laughs> so funny. Anyhow, cool. Um, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. So we got a and the rifle.
2: Isn't there a rifle?
1: What's the rifle? the rifle. It's not the rifle. Sorry, it's the. Uh, it was the it, pistol. It was a pistol. It was a
4: pistol oh a oh I thought he had a rifle too hmm.
1: well yeah sorry it's called a it's called a, it was a foundry Rhine okay. class zero pistol I said rifle I meant pistol okay all of these are Kashili make but with enough engineering check which Tuttle easily thinks he could do he can convert all of these weapons to modern standardization nice. so that it could accept modern day batteries
4: and be used
1: like an everyday weapon by the way that goes with everything you've been
5: finding. So,
4: Well, um, in the library, there's something. We have 10 minutes left. We have the uh, the MacGuffin we have to get. Uh, God, it's been so many play sessions. I, I don't probably, remember what we were looking for at all.
1: You're doing a couple of things. First, you're trying to defeat them all to get the Rebels back into their home, which you've done. Check. Check. A lot of the bad guys were killed by those elementals, (laughs) which seems like it was like years ago. Those elementals pretty much killed a lot of the remaining um, guys. The ones that are few that were left, you managed to kill. You killed the sub-boss, and then you killed the main boss after 33 rounds of combat. Inside this library, it is a complete mess with hundreds if not thousands of data pads all over this place. You imagine that, sorry, you knew that the cultists came here, found something, and took it. As for what they were looking for in here, you presume it has something to do against the Stellar degenerator. so that's probably your
4: only lead. So, could we find that, knowing the language that's spoken here? Akira knows it. Yes.
1: I can say, you can either just give me a standard perception check... To look for the data pad and see if anyone has a really amazing perception.
2: I have okay. Hold on.
4: 2926. That's pretty good for perception. 2926. 14, not so much.
1: Not so much. You spend six hours going through the data pads. Eventually. You find what appears to be the correct one, as you can see something about Stellar Degenerator. You manage to find patterns in the code knowing what Akiro told you that would say this is what it looks like in modern or, sorry, ancient Kashili, which is the language that this is written in. So you've been able to like write it down and show you, hey, guys, look for this pattern. You guys find it. I don't know who finds it, but one of you do, after searching for six hours. Of course, Mr. Tuttle will have to, you know, decipher it with a computer's check. But I presume he's going to be pretty good at that. Why don't you just give me one to see if you can quickly unlock it? Okay, be a 27. Well, 27, was, believe it or not. Believe it or not, that's Damn, one. plus 20. Wow. Mr. Jason McDonald,
3: I sent you something. That is what you discovered. So while he's doing that, I'm going to take my 10-minute rest to get my... Uh, well, I assume we did that already, right? That's six oh, hours. yeah.
4: Six hours. Yeah, most are not part of that search, really. So he's got his stamina back. Yes, I and will presume
3: you all managed to take your 10-minute rest. And I, and I do, if no one, no one really cares about batteries, so I will transfer the charge from these two batteries into my gun.
2: Yes, go right ahead. That's fine.
3: Okay. So a few things. One, that is, quote, the end
1: of this module, book four, if you will. You'll have nice. some decisions to make, and also after that long, epic fight in which you have been contemplating your life and the choices you've been making, you realize you can become level 9 if you want to keep going. I don't know if you want to keep going after that fight, but if you decide to carry on... You I don't think Mo wants to keep level. going. He's
4: oh really yeah, I got a new go. scarf and a new uh, melee weapon, I got new armor, I got a lot of new things. There's funny re- reasons to go forward. Yeah, but you're you're a coward though. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I
4: mean, you uh, really are. Um yeah, I don't know. Does anybody, well, we can decide the loot later.
1: Well, hold on. Jason can read out what he found, which was interesting.
5: Oh. Oh, okay. All right. It's a few paragraphs, so bear with me. All right. Thousands of millennia ago, sorry, okay. Thousands of millennia ago, before the inhabitants of Galarian discovered even fire, An ancient race known as the Kishali created technological wonders and flew among the stars, seeding colonies all across the galaxy. Excuse me. One such territory was on the planet Najor-6, a gas giant with virtually inexhaustible natural resources, that being where we are now. Uh, The Kishali built floating cities among the clouds, like the the grandest of which was Istamak. Colonists came from far and wide for a chance to live in this shining metropolis, ready to work on the gas mining platforms or study the planet's unique weather patterns. Then, the Kishle's war with the Sivs began. It raged for centuries, and the resources of Najor Six were vital in keeping the Kishle fighting. A weapons research facility and factory, simply called the Foundry, was built in Nistamak in an effort to find an edge against the Sivs that could end the hostilities. The Civs created their own superweapon first, the Stellar Degenerator, but Kishley agents ended the war by capturing the weapon before it could be fired. Bankrupted by the creation of a weapon of system-wide mass destruction, the Civ civilization collapsed soon thereafter. The Kishli then turned many of their civilization's resources to studying and understanding the Stellar Generator. The Foundry was sent vast information about the weapon so it might participate in the study and analysis of the Doomsday Device. In time, the, the Kishali decided they currently had no need for the stellar gener- Generator's massive destructive power, so it should be hidden away, in part to store it for future use, and in part to keep it out of the reach of other enemies. Their best, the best and brightest Kishali Technomancers created a demi-plane in which they would store the weapon, a plane accessible only through a titanic structure called the Gate of the Twelve Suns, which was constructed far from the Najor system study of the stellar degenerator in Istamac came to a close and all information on it was archived within the foundry years passed and the kishley came into conflict with other species though the stellar degenerator could destroy the home system of any opposing force the kishley used it only once so horrifying was the terrible dark fate the stellar degenerator imposed by cursing worlds to sit in dark orbits around a dead sun the Kishli never again called upon the superweapon after its sole wartime use. All research into this subject has been terminated. There is no, This is no more information on this subject. The datapad also holds the coordinates of the Gate of the Twelve Suns, an artificial megastructure deep in the vast that acts as the entrance point to the demiplane holding the stellar degenerator. The Gate of the Twelve Suns consists of a dozen stars arranged in a circle, each orbited by a single planetoid. The devices that control the gate are located on these planetoids. From the data pad you can gather that only a small crew is required to operate and open the gate. Dun dun dun. Nice
3: to a dummy plane. Wow, so it's a it's a weapon that kills the star of a of a nice. Wow.
5: So the call the call a few episodes oh, back I'm of Star Killer Base was Star Killer <laughs> yes. Base was apropos.
2: Uh, that sounds horrible. We need to keep that out of the hands of other others, and only in our hands. My hands. <laughs> My hands. I, I mean, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I meant uh, we need to get rid of this horrible weapon.
3: Yeah. The um, the ruse is up, though, about your being human. I'm about sorry
2: that, about what now? About ruse?
3: What? Your clever ruse. I don't
2: know yeah. what you're talking about.
3: Yeah, I did a ch- I did some checking. Like when you're unconscious, you're quite not human, really.
2: Oh well, you know, in combat with scarring and somebody dropping to the ground, it's just to create a lot of mess and fire. I, I obviously I don't know what you saw, but that's that's just that's just battle. Maybe you're not familiar with it. Maybe your race
3: is. <laughs> I'm the only one who's familiar with it. Well, yeah.
2: all right. But at any rate, but uh, oh my God, what is that over there? Oh, oh yeah, that's uh,
3: <laughs> it's uh, a shiny weapon. butterfly.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. um... All right, so he shared the uh, text. That's good. I definitely want to keep going forward. I mean, like, how many more books is in the Dead Sun thing? Are you serious when you do Oh, that? I was kidding. Oh, okay. i was glad you're kidding because I want to finish this. God, no,
1: of course not. This is the <laughs> okay, book I was going to say. No, that was a joke because after the, such a long fight, you might. that was more in person. not for. A... No, no, yeah. no. There's yeah. two books left. I'm going to tell you right now, books five and six, they're one book for all intents and purposes. It's okay. Once it starts going, it doesn't stop. That's fine. Uh, I'm telling you that so you can plan. Now, you presume that the, that you now have the coordinates. You're presuming the cultists probably have those same coordinates, and that's probably where they headed off.
3: How did they ever get past this guy, though? My goodness. Yeah. They didn't. They walked in.
1: Oh, you can tell. Sounds
5: like they tricked him into working for them somehow.
1: Now, remember they were open. If you remember, they came oh, that's in. right, they were
5: open.
3: Temple it right, was not locked down, right. not on lockdown. Yeah,
1: and they just found the stuff. They stole all these. They stole a whole bunch of this research and left. But luckily, there's a lot of research on the Stellage Generator. So you managed to find. They they probably found something else. Like you found something. You found another. You know, it was like twenty volumes of information on this. They maybe stole volumes one through ten, but you still found another one. So you're able to also get the same information. You have two options. You can head back to Absalon Station. It will only take you one to six days because anywhere in the universe, it only takes one to six days to go back to Absalon Station. However, you're already far behind, and the Gate of Twelve Suns is pretty far. It looks like it's going to be at least maybe a month to get there. So you can, you know, it's only one to six days out of your way, so it's really up to you if
4: you want to go back. But that might be it. (laughs) Does that have really any impact on gameplay? I mean, I, this is way out of, but did, well, all we, of these modules, does it ever matter? Yes, or just, yes. Okay. it actually okay. does. Okay.
5: It, okay, that's If you good. wait too I'm long, glad. it
1: increases the difficulty. And like, so for example, I'm just giving, this actually is from Pathfinder. There was something like, oh, you face two enemies, but if you waited too long, then you face four enemies or six or eight. Like the longer you wait, the harder it gets. So it can get much harder if you wait too long. Or you can lose, which can't happen.
3: So do we do we have credits? Yes.
1: You will have a lot, actually, if you want to
2: well, all that off we'll all figure their out crap.
1: Well, okay. First yep. just everyone make your level nine characters. All right. Mm, nice. Okay. Cool. Okay. And then I will send some stuff for you so that you nice. have some Thanks. credits. Right. And then you can figure out what you're gonna do with that. Okay. All right, cool. Hey everyone, Steve here. So there we go. The big bad boss is finally dead. Dead, dead, dead. And oof... They're finally done with book four. They still have a whole bunch of wrap up, and I guess we're doing that next week. Again, I kind of forgot when I first recorded the intro what we even did in this episode because I, I edit these ahead of time. So yeah, next week we'll go through the big wrap up, and they're gonna like sort of say their goodbyes, and then we'll uh, go into pretty much book five. Uh, there's a bit of a transition between book four and five because they got to heal up, and there's some transition with Aeon Tuttle, and they got to rebuild Cheddar, and yeah. there's a whole bunch of things that have to happen between transitioning between book four and five so i actually cheated a little because the first thing that happens is they they stabilize and they're no longer bleeding that's what the first resolve point does and then the next resolve point is where they become conscious get one hit point back pop up and start killing everyone i wanted to telegraph that the big bad boss was coming back to life so i had him keep moaning and I suggest if you're going to do this, because otherwise, I didn't want them walking around, then all of a sudden the boss pops up. I wanted to give them a chance to bring him down, and if you notice, they, they almost did. They almost managed to, quote, kill him without him popping back up. But it was dramatic, and yeah, it's not automatic. And I will also say one thing about Sean. Oh my god, John That is actually going to have some serious consequences of that Moe sitting in the other room while these guys are fighting for their lives. That is actually going to be a big thing you're going to be hearing in the future. They are going to be pretty pissed at him for doing that. And I will say, you know, that's the thing. John is playing his character and you know, all of us are really good friends, we all would die for each other and in real life, we are as close as can be, but you know what? These guys play their characters so realistically that some of you think that we hate each other but that's not it at all. A lot of these characters, they actually do kinda hate each other. They're more like I don't know, I guess you ever see those documentaries on like bands that have been together for like too long and they sort of have to to work together because you know they're making a ton of money and they have like professional psychiatrists like touring with them so they can work out their issues that's what these guys are like now in my opinion they're they're uh they're like a band that has been together for almost too long that they sort of have to be with each other and they kind of respect each other and some of them actually even like each other but they also get on each other's nerves they're, they're like a family if you will but don't worry, we all like each other, so any of the bickering you hear, that's literally in character. And things are actually going to develop in the uh, next few episodes where they, uh, I guess they almost have a catharsis episode where they, they get out all their feelings and everything is well known. And, and uh, it actually is, it, it's, it's going to be changing a bit in the in the future, just to give you a little heads up what to expect in the near future. Also, I forgot to mention I actually am going to do a GMPC tip because I asked you guys to give me some well GMPC tips and you guys came through. If you have any others, please send them because I got about six or seven now and eventually I will run out. So just keep sending me your GMPC tips. And somebody sent me one a while ago and I kind of forgot about to, uh, and I kind of forgot about it, but I wanted to talk about it. And he wanted me to discuss and compare the old school way of awarding XP for killing monsters and disabling traps versus kind of the new school way of just making characters level up based upon where they are in the story. Now, I'm going to give you a little history lesson. The thing is, and this is actually going to be very important for any of you who want to play Pathfinder 2nd Edition, a lot of the rules that were in Dungeons & Dragons 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 3.5, and even a little bit of 4th, and obviously Pathfinder 1st Edition are very old and antiquated and no longer really relevant in modern role-playing. And that is a big thing. For example, again, I've been playing since 1st edition, so XP, I mean, back in the old days, you actually had to have gold and take the gold and convert that into XP. So gold was very important. It wasn't just used for actually buying things, but it was actually used for leveling up your characters. And to make matters even worse, if you remember every single character had different XP requirements to level up, so we would have games, and even Age of Worms this came up quite a bit that we had completely different leveling structures, and I kept very detailed notes on XP and we actually had some characters, I remember this vividly some characters would be 11th level some would be 12th, and some would be 13th, and and then you throw in followers, and the follower would be 9th level, and another follower would be 8th level. So you have all these characters at all these levels and it gets very complex and then if they die they take these big XP hits and then they go down if they get resurrected so then they would, it was just a total mess. Now all of that came from first edition which as most of you know first edition was really a remapping of miniatures combat but with a fantasy option and then they sort of added experience sort of as a way to well in military combat the way it works is that as these units fight they get more and more experience and then they get become you know they become like you know works like civilization or any um strand or strategic role-playing game the more they fight the more levels they gain and the more experience they gain and they become tougher and tougher so they sort of used that model put it into characters so it made sense it's like okay you're gonna kill monsters you get experience you get tougher and tougher and that way you can level up and then they sort of changed the scale because it might be harder for a wizard to level up than a fighter because in their mind they thought like wizards required you know more skill and more time and more focus so if you think about it from the miniatures wargaming point of view everything in first edition to 3.5 makes sense because it comes from that. And I, I can go into this for hours. I can go into the whole history of d But that's where it all comes from. Now, the thing is, it doesn't really work anymore. If you think about all the modern games, everyone sort of levels up at the same time. And more importantly, it just makes it easier for everyone. One of the problems when people are different levels is that... There's a lot of animosity if, oh, this person's level 12 and someone else is level 11 or even level 10. You know, the difference between level 12 and 10 is significant in these games, especially when the math is so tight in something like Starfinder or Pathfinder 2nd Edition. There's gonna be a significant difference between those two levels. So you're gonna want everyone to be the same level. And Pathfinder 2nd Edition even took it farther as that they just made everyone level up every thousand experience points. They don't even have scaling XP anymore where it goes from 1,000 to 3,000, 7,000, and so on. Now it's just 1,000 XP. Every monster is determined. It, there's a whole system in there where it determines, like, okay, if you are fighting a monster that is your level, then you get, like, 50 XP. But if it's one level above you, one CR above you, you get 70 XP. Or if it's a lot higher, you get 90 XP, and so forth. I think all that math is not necessary i think it's good for the gm to get a feeling for how hard an encounter might be but i just do story based i don't bother with xp anymore i say you know what especially with these adventure paths they say at this point the character should be third level at this point they should be fourth level at this point they should be fifth level i much prefer the story method that's the way i do it It also gives them big rewards, like you kill a big boss, boom, you go up a level. You finish a big chapter, boom, you go up a level. You find out the secret to some big mystery, boom, you go up a level. If you do it the XP method, it can be like, oh, you just killed a goblin. Oh, you, Johnny, you went up a level, and the other three of you did not. Sorry. And then, like, three sessions later, oh, you, Sharon, you went up a level, and the rest of you didn't. And you know, it also slows down the game because it's a little easier when everyone levels up together to go over everyone's level and their new characters at the same time. Again, I think it's just sort of an old school method using XP I'm kind of killing a dead horse here, but you can see where I'm going from. But it's important to understand where the game came from and why that's in the game, and what's also important and what's going to probably be jarring for a lot of people, this happened with 5th edition of Dungeons Dragons, that they really changed the game a lot because they took a long, hard look at the game and they realized, you know what, there's a lot of rules in here that just don't make sense anymore in a modern role-playing game, and they got rid of it. Well, I hate to tell you, I know the rules for Pathfinder 2nd edition really well, and they do the same thing for second edition but in my opinion it's all for the better it makes the game smoother it makes it faster it makes it easier for everyone especially the gm you don't lose anything and more importantly if you really want to keep in those rules you can they have all the options for keeping in the old rules but a lot of times i don't think it's necessary so that's a very long answer to that question is i used to do it in the old days it was fun i don't see the point of it anymore so i don't do it anymore and i just do story-based And it also makes it a lot easier if you're writing your own adventures, is that you know exactly when you can start scaling up the monsters and you know, okay, everyone is going to be level four at this point. So now I can put in monsters that will challenge them at level four and so on. So that's my two cents. So Gen Con is fast approaching, I think it's about six weeks now. I am gonna be GMing two specials. I am gonna be GMing the Thursday Night game, which is a Pathfinder second edition game where you get fifth level pre-gens, and I will be GMing Friday Night's game, which is the Starfinder game, which is, I think, 2-00. I'm doing levels one and two, so if you want me to be your GM, you can do that. Just go to the Discord and let me know. There's going to be a form and everything for you to fill out. And I already have, I think, two people on my table already. And obviously the most you can have is six. So if you're interested in having me GM for you, let me know soon so we can work this all out and I can get you on my table. Otherwise, well, you won't get me as a GM. I am not actually doing the special on Sunday. I have uh, some other engagements but I will be going to Gen Con. I think John Stats is also going to be going to Gen Con. There's about a 90% chance he's going to be going. I don't think any of the other guys are going to be going unfortunately but at least John and myself will be there. Also Order of the Amber Die is going to be there. Obviously the guys from No Direction are going to be there. There's a whole bunch of us and we're all going to be hanging around together. So if you like us or any of the other shows definitely be able to find and see and hang out with us. We're very pro And we'll just be walking around. But hit me up on the Discord, discord discord.roleforcombat.com, and we could uh, arrange to meet and hang out at Gen Con. Also, other show notes don't forget we got a new podcast every single Tuesday. Do subscribe to us on iTunes and Android and Spotify. Don't forget Jason's Talking Combat column is every single Thursday. Do check out the Rule for Combat Discord channel. We are taking signups for Pathfinder 2nd Edition. There's going to be three society games dropping and starting on August 1st. So if you want to play, just go to discord.ruleforcombat.com and you two can sign up for a game now. Or if you want to run a game, you can do that as well. Do follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Do check out the Reddit channel. Do check out our Patreon. And do look for, in the near future reviews. That's right, we're going to be doing full reviews of Pathfinder 2nd Edition. We're also going to do the Bestiary. We're also going to try to do the Lost Omens World Guide. Pretty much anything I can get my grubby little hands on, we're going to try to review on the site. Probably do an audio review like we did last year of the Pathfinder rules and what we think of it in detail. That should all be dropping right around Gen Con or maybe a little bit before whenever Paizo gives us the green light and says we're allowed to release this information we will but do look for that in the near future and also i am scheduling interviews just waiting for paizo to get back in touch with me they're very busy over there at that paizo i tell you a lot going on right now but hopefully i will be getting some interviews and we'll get a whole bunch of people on the show and talking about Pathfinder second edition
0: otherwise i'll talk to you next week see ya listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember to tip your GM.